Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Authors Access, where authors get published and published authors get successful. I'm Victor Volkman from Loving Healing Press in Ann Arbor, Michigan. You can hear our show every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Tonight's topic is Action Steps to a Successful Proposal, and our special guest who will be joining us this hour is Romanus Walter of kickstartguy.com. You can learn more about our guest on the Authors Access website, which is authorsaccess.com. Coming soon, our podcast will be heard on a new radio station, authorsview.com. Please check our website for updates. Now, tonight we're speaking with Romanus Walter, a.k.a. the Kickstart Guy, who has a monthly audience of over 2 million visionaries and entrepreneurs. He is the success coach for Entrepreneur Magazine, Trump personal success expert, the author of the popular Kickstart Your Success from Wiley & Sons, and Kickstart Your Dream Business by 10-Speed Press. He provides practical, proven action steps that close the gap between goals and success. Now, Romanus has attended various film development and production classes in L.A., San Francisco, D.C., and he's participated in the development of the marketing strategy of the first-ever video-on-demand service deployment for Teletv. An American raised in Taipei, Romanus has witnessed the birth of a new economy. Factory stores and restaurants sprung up on every corner, this metamorphosis sparked something, the realization that any idea can become a reality. The practical steps captured in his books and workshops leverage this rare experience. As a speaker and radio host, he is access his accessible wisdom provides the security and confidence people need to capitalize upon opportunities. And now we're going to this week's special guest, Romanus Walter. Good evening to you, Romanus. Good evening, Victor. It's wonderful to have you here. Now, I understand that you are an expert on creating... Uh, successful proposals in general, and in particular, we're going to talk about successful book proposals. And uh, getting a, just getting a book published is is no small feat. What are the <laughs> some of the key elements to being successful? Well, I, I think the main thing, you know, everyone everyone has a book idea, or you know, it's like everyone has a film idea, right? Right. It, the the first thing that you really have to determine is what do you want out of the book. So even before you start your proposal, before you start talking to agents or publishers, what is your goal with your book? Everyone has a different goal. Some people just want to see their name, you know, out there in print and show their family. You know, some people are like, hey, I'm going to – I have something important to say, and I'm going to build a business around my book. And others are just like, you know what, I just want people to read it because I think it's going to change their lives. So really looking at the reason behind your book the reason you're creating it, because it is, it's, a, it's a, a lengthy process and it takes a lot of time and consideration and passion. I really want people to look at their reason behind creating the book and if it ignites, ignites their passion. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I could even see going as far as like even making a mission statement or something around that, like a formalized thing. A absolutely, because well, the reason is because then that feeds into your proposal process. Right. Yeah. From that, from that, you can determine. Let Let's say you, you know what? I want to create this book because I want to generate some clients. Um, well, then maybe an ebook is right for you. You know, you could yeah. just create your ebook, get it out there, and skip this whole darn proposal process. Um, you know, if your goal is to get on Oprah so you can spread the word faster, well, then it makes sense. It's like, hey, guess what? In order to do that, you probably need a published book. You know, and, and the way to do it is to go out and, and excite the publishers about, uh, about the product you have. So it really gives you the basis for the work that you're about to do. Great. Now, in terms of goals, a lot of authors I talk to are fuzzy in terms of what, how many books they, they really want to sell. Could you have any 
guidelines <laughs> for that. Exactly. Yeah, um, so so Ed, this is absolutely true. Don't worry about the number of books that you're going to sell, right? Because yeah. no one can know. I'm, I'm selling my house right now, uh-huh. and it's in San Francisco, and they're kind of giving us a number. They're like, well, we hope we can sell that many. You know, <laughs> sell your house at that. It's the same with people. Hey, I hope I can sell that many. The reason I want you to look at the purpose behind it is because then you can use the book as a tool, right? If you're like, hey, this is how I'm going to use my book once it's published, then you're not that worried about the number that you can sell. Now, I'm going to show you in your book proposal that you're going to tell the publisher – you know, here's my marketing plan to sell this many books. But it, and you're and at the very beginning, if you're going to say, hey, I'm going to sell 20,000 books, I'm going to sell 30,000 books. Well, you need the marketing plan to support that. You can't just say that because your book's great. Right. That's blowing hot air. <laughs> yeah. And no one's going to listen to you. You know, if you say I'm going to sell 20,000 books, they're going to say, uh, show me the plan how. Yeah. You know, because because so many books are published each year, and so many ideas are out there. That what makes a difference is the 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 author's passion behind their book. If that passion is there and their reason to get it into the marketplace is there, well, then I'm going to believe that they're going to sell a lot of copies. Yep, that totally makes sense to me. Let's get into a little bit of the mechanics of the things that go into a proposal and, and detail specific items. Yes. So, so your book proposal is, is basically a, a marketing plan to sell your book. Is a, is a way I really want people to look at it. So from the beginning... Uh, your your front page of your successful book group proposal, you want to put your credentials down. Why are you the person to write this book, right? So right there at the beginning, you have your book title, you have the place you're submitting it to, right? Um, and then your credentials, just in bullet form, so that I want to read the rest of your proposal. And so many times people are like, I don't have any credentials, Yeah, right? how do you get past that? Exactly. <laughs> well, Look at your life, and you do, because otherwise, why would you be writing this book? Ah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you know, start looking at it. How did you learn you know, the stuff that's going in your book? How did you learn it? Oh, I learned it because I, I worked on the job, you know, as a, a manager of 10 people. Boom. You know, I was a manager of 10 people. That gives you credibility. Exactly. Now I know that, guess what, I can market it to people that manage teams. So you look at the experience that brought you to the book, and you start bulleting that. Cool. Right? Yeah. And And then – what you can do also is start bidding, building, because remember your book proposal is a marketing plan. So start building the little pieces that will get the word out about your book. So can you create an electronic newsletter? Yes, it, it costs nothing to do that, right? Yeah. You can get a, a little template and email it to five of your friends. Then they can pass it on because you're going to have a little button there. So now you have your electronic newsletter behind you that becomes part of your credentials, you know, monthly newsletter. Um, if, if you've ever been published in anything, you can put down that, um, publish in these magazines. And a lot of these magazines, the great thing about the Internet today is a lot of these magazines, you, don't, you can look at their guidelines, what they want. You can create an article. You can get it out there. So instead of saying, I don't have any of this, look at three, four, or five things that will give you a marketing platform for your book proposal and say, you know what, I can do this. You know, if your book is about – um, home gar- home gardening. Mm-hmm. Look at look at a, a, a monthly magazine and and look through it and say how can I approach them and get an article in there. Hey, publishing home and gardens. Okay, all of a sudden you have some credibility. Well, that makes sense. Sounds very doable. <laughs> it, it again because it goes back to the purpose of your book, right? Yeah. So it is doable. Great. So that's part one is sort of uh, your resume and it's like applying for a job in a little bit, isn't it? 
It, absolutely. And what I ask people to do is, again, those bullet points rather than the resume ah. because I'm not going to read a resume. No, of course not. Yeah. You know, as, as, a, as a, a publisher or as an agent, I want to know immediately why are you the person writing this book. So that's what I want people to, to put with the bullet points. And then the, the next part of the proposal, what, there's two things I like to do in my proposals. One is I really like to uh, make them part of me. So if there's anything I believe or anything that I've read that, that spurs it on, I, I kind of take those quotes and I put them throughout the proposal so they can see that, guess what, the world is supporting this. So you can go out there, write in Associated Press or go to USA Today and type in some keywords that are around your book uh-huh. and find out what they've said about it. So I actually opened my proposal with a little quote from USA Today that says, 67% of Americans dream of owning a business and 55% would quit their jobs to start one. And I got that right from USA Today, and all wow. of a sudden you're like, yeah, see? I know. Do you see <laughs> how you're sold. building your audience right there from that one little quote? Yeah. You know, all of a sudden it's, wow, 67% of Americans dream of owning a business? What, there's 200, what, 300 million people now? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And 55% would quit their jobs? Okay, kickstart your dream business. Bring it on. Right? Absolutely. But that's the, so those little things that you find in your life, because now that you have your purpose, they spice up your proposal. So I would I, at the top of the next page, I put one of those quotes right there that says, "Guess what? There's an audience for this." Yeah, that's that's an excellent tip. And and it's coming from a third party, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not you saying there's an audience right there. USA Today said, "Guess what? There's an audience for his book." Right. It's not like uh, you're the lone voice in the wilderness. <laughs> and so many times as authors, we feel that way. Yeah. You know, we're writing. We're like, oh, it's only about us, and oh my God, the editor's going to come back. Well, this proposal is not about you. It's about the world in which your book is going to enter. That's how you want to look at this. That's why it's a marketing foundation. So the, the first main part of your proposal is a brief description or what I call the unique concept. And it's two or three sentences that state the content of your book and the market which it, for which it, it is intended. So, again, back to, that's the reason I had everyone start with their purpose, remember? Mm-hmm. Your purpose is now going right into your description. Got it. So with Kickstart Your Success, you know, I talked about how people are overcoming everyday challenges they face when they want to achieve a dream goal. Well, the book presents real-world advice, tips and strategies on the next action step, employees, work-at-home moms. These people can take to achieve even greater success. So right there I show them who my audience is, is right in the description of the book. Be specific. Who is this book targeted at? And, it, and everyone's always like, oh, it's everyone. Yeah. No, it's not. If your book gets famous, then it's everyone. But in the beginning, I want you to specifically state who it's targeted at. Great. And I like the way that you worked that in so it didn't even seem like an artificial part of the, uh, the statement. It, absolutely. That's, the key here is to work it in, to believe it, and say, guess what? These people are going to buy this book. And you do that on every aspect of your proposal. Great. Now, how, how do I go about presenting a capsule summary of my 200-page manuscript yeah. in a way that it's going to lose people. So, so that's, now you're going into the second, the second part of the proposal, which is the content summary. The brief description is only two or three pages, and I have to, it has to grab me, and it has to be the main reason you're writing that book. When you go into the content summary, this is where you describe your book, its purpose, approach, and its content, right? Right. And, and what you do is, you open with an overall one paragraph that, that inspires the reader. And 
so and it goes back to your purpose again. It's just another twist on it. So for example, just I'll just read the first sentence of mine. Sure. Your goals are within reach, and you can you can achieve them with a lot, without a lot of pain and suffering. Kickstart your success provides a kick in the pants you need to identify and jump over barriers to success. Boom. I'm engaging the reader right then because guess what? They have some kind of goal they want to achieve. They yeah. have something they want to do. So when you're writing your proposal, make sure it's personalized to whoever's reading it the best you can. Mm-hmm. And then you go into specific chapter organization. And what you do is you take each chapter and you clearly define the goal for the chapter and what it contains. Mm-hmm. So you're not restating what the chapter does, but you're going back Guess what? In order to achieve success, the first chapter talks about obtaining focus, Mm. and here's why. So it gives that person, oh, they're still going after that purpose. The first chapter supports that. What do I read next? Well, chapter two. Chapter two supports that same goal in this manner. Chapter three. So you're always taking one paragraph and talking about how does it support that purpose? How does it support that goal? And guess what? If your book doesn't do that, it's probably not going to get published anyway. Yeah, it's not (laughs) organized. (laughs) Yeah, it's not organized. And so it really forces you to look at it. That's why this is so powerful. Cool. And you always want to grab the reader's attention. So we covered uh, purpose, approach, and content, all part of the summary. Yeah, well, no, those are all part of the proposal. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Yes, those are part of these are major areas. The next major area of the proposal is special editorial features. These are these are things that are going to grab the readers and bring them in. Are there any blank forms they can fill out? Are there case studies? Are there going to be photos? Are there going to be references to recent research? How are you, you know, now that you got your purpose, you got your content, you got your chapter outline, what are you putting in the book? That supports these. Are there any special editorial features? Okay, so, so you could have instance, uh, tie-ins to a website maybe? The tie-ins to a website are good as long as the website uh, has stuff on it that, that supports the book. But if you're just putting a website out there, we all know websites change. We all know websites, you know, so I'd rather say what is your book in there? Yeah. Now, if you have worksheets on a website that support your book, sure, that's a special editorial feature. Yeah, I'm thinking like maybe an online questionnaire to direct you to solving some issue that you're working on. Yeah, I, I think that's great. And or even if I was a publisher and you had something, you know what I'm going to do online as a special editorial feature? I'm going to uh, put another chapter a month on. Or I'm oh. going to say, here's case studies of people that have wa- worked through the book, and these case studies are going to be online at this site. That would be very powerful. Yeah. So you're showing real-world examples of, of how of people that have read your, read your book changed their lives or were emotionally moved or, you know, whatever the goal of your book is. Great. So those special makes- editorial features make your book stand out for, in the marketplace, right, and really go about and show the people that you care. You care about the purpose behind your book, the content, and you're going to keep engaging your audience. Cool. So it's, it's more than just like reading the text. It's, it gets you involved personally. It gives you a stake in the outcome. The exactly. And, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to forward it to my friends and family. Yeah. I'm going to be like, wow, look at this. This is, you know, this is cool. This workbook you can figure out and, and you know, do it in 10 minutes. Hey, if there's something on our website, I could actually forward the website, then they'd buy the book. Yeah, that's a great if concept. You, if you notice, it all comes back to engaging your audience and marketing to them. Mm-hmm. Because that's what, that's what sells books. All right. So now we've got and the editorial features. What's next? So the, the next part, now that I'm, I'm aware of you know, w- the purpose behind your book, 
the content that's in it, um, you know, w what the chapters look like. I want to know more about you, the author, right? So mm -hmm. this, this next part is about yourself. Tell me about your background, your achievements, what experience or professional credentials do you have that unique, uniquely prepares you to write this book? So this is where you take those bullet points from the front page mm -hmm. and you expand upon them. Oh, okay. And you tell, you know, now you give me the in-depth because now you've engaged me. Right. So our example was that I was a manager of 10 people. Can you give me, like, a way how I would expand that? Sure. So now, you know, now you get into there and say, hey, I was a manager of 10 people at this this large company, and by bringing the team together, we were able to increase the company's profits by 50%. And, you know, no one in my team quit in the five years that I managed them. Wow, that's – yeah, okay, I get it. Right? Yeah. You know, and then, oh, so these steps keep teams together. They help improve company profitability. See, all that from your, your, your little about yourself, again, you're marketing the concepts in the book. Excellent. It never stops. <laughs> and, and what you're doing is you're repeating that purpose where we started at the beginning. You're repeating that purpose in different ways to show, guess what, I believe in this, my content supports it, and people are going to want to read this. So, yeah, each one of these sections is just a reinforcement and like a different dimension of it. Exactly. And it, and it keeps selling that person that is looking at your proposal. All right. Are there things that I shouldn't put in the biographical area? Um, you know, so many people put in there that uh, – I've seen this many times – that they talk about something that has nothing to do with their book. Mm. You know, so, you know, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out there – I can't think of one right now, but, you know, so many times I read uh, people's uh, outlines, and I'm like, well, what does this have to do with your book? Well, I don't know, but it was really important to me at the time. Well, don't put it in there. <laughs> right, you're writing a management book, and all of a sudden you're talking about your skills in Japanese cooking or something. Exactly, <laughs> right? And this of it relates to that you learned how to chop sushi so that you could bring it <laughs> right. to your team and feed them the sushi or give them a metaphor, put it in there. But it, don't ever put anything in here that doesn't support the purpose behind your book. Okay. Because then what it does is it, it, it makes me question it as a reader. And it makes me stop. You don't want him to do that. You want him to read your, through your proposal and get excited about it and pass it on. Now, what if you're, if you're co-authoring a book? Do you kind of try and balance it between the, the two people? Absolutely. So, so what I would do then if, with co-authors, and I, I do this with people that co-author books all the time, they may have two different reasons behind the purpose behind the book, oh, yeah. which makes for a very exciting proposal, right? Mm -hmm. One of them could want to say, I want to help women in the, the workplace improve their skills so they get you know, better jobs. And the other guy, uh, maybe the male co-author, can say, you know what, I want teams to work more effectively. And, that's, and they bring both those in, and they give both perspectives, and that makes for a very powerful perspective. Yeah, so you can like, create sort of a synergy there. Exactly. We're covering both areas. That's the reason we're writing this book. And guess, and guess what? These two target markets are going to love it, and we just expanded it to this third market because they're the people that want to hear both sides. Great. Now the hard part, sales and marketing. Yeah. This is, so your sales and marketing handle is in 15 words or less. Tell us what, what aspect of your book will sell it. Why, what would make someone buy your book? Uh-huh. Right? So this is – and this becomes uh, – and this is what Kickstart Your Success does, by the way. It helps you create this marketing handle but, uh, because there's, uh, the first two chapters are actually the marketing handle. But it's just why would I look at it? Why would I pass it on? Why would I pick it up? And it, you know, for Kickstart Your Success, it was, it's proven practical action steps lead people to success. That's, that's what this book is about. Yeah. 
taking action and leading yourself to success. And it's really that simple. And it goes right back to the purpose of my book that I found from the, my audience of giving speeches and everything. The, the key to your proposal in your book is it's not about you. It's about the people that surround you. It's about the audience that is out there. And how will they tell other people about the book? Hmm. So just remember that, and you'll do pretty well. Yeah, because that's really sort of the what we call now viral marketing, right? Exactly. You want other people. It's like that, um, was it Prell or some Breck, I guess, yeah. that says, you know, one friend right. tells a friend and so on, and all of a sudden there's 100 friends out there. And now we're dating ourselves because that's from the yeah, 70s. exactly. It's the same thing. I, I've, I've seen that on uh, tapes. I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so what kind of things would you want to avoid in a marketing particular handle? So the things you want to avoid in your marketing handle is the it's everything for everyone, oh, yeah. right? Because that will never fly. We all know that it's not everything for everyone. Tell me the specific thing. And, and what you want to look at, you really want to zero in on your intent. There's two types of intent. The first is your internal intent. Right? Why do you want to write this book? And then the second is your external intent. How will it benefit other people? So that's what you want to focus on. How will it benefit other people? You want to stay away from, guess what? I'm writing this book because I think it's great. Um, my dad said that the book would be really fantastic. Mm. Anything to do with you, avoid it in the, in the marketing hand, right? Yeah. How does it affect other people? How will it change their lives? How will it move them emotionally? Tell me how it will affect other people's lives. That's what I want to know. I suppose you probably want to avoid comparisons or references to past things too, right? Well, that's going to come in at the end of the proposal. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yes, right in your marketing handle. Yeah, you don't want to put in... It's just uh, like it's the secret. Chick- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the secret part two. Um, you know, that could, be, that could be part of your marketing campaign, Yeah. right? Right. But the book has to stand alone first. Okay, I think I've got a handle on the handle. Okay. The next part is your audience. You want to describe the primary and secondary markets for your book. You know, uh, and get specific. If you can go by job or job function, hey, that's great. You know, this book is is great for uh, uh, mortgage lenders that want to know how to attract uh, people that are buying homes. Mm. Wow, how wonderful is that? I know that audience right away. Mm -hmm. And as a secondary market, it can be sold to real estate brokers that want to attract the same audience. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So you really want to get specific in your audience and show how it can start blossoming or be, or be handed, on to, handed off to other people. Now, is it possible to incorporate you know, library sales or school sales into that? Only if your marketing plan calls for it. Oh. Otherwise, that's kind of a given. Mm-hmm. You know, the library sales, oh, I'm going to approach libraries. You know, some publishers do that on their own. But there's not a lot of – how many libraries are there in this country? You know, uh, 10,000 maybe? Sure. That, I mean, I, I think I, I knew it like a couple years ago. When you're I you're in the ballpark there, somewhere five yeah. to 10,000. And so, you know, and so you're, what are you going to say? You're going to sell to 10,000 libraries? Well, guess what? Then the people checking out the book aren't going to buy your book. I mean, I would totally say well. Okay. You know, we know that the library is going to buy some. They always have a little marketing budget. If you're going to tell me how you're going to market to them, that's great, but I wouldn't include it in my audience. And that's if it's a book for librarians, then I guess I would. So audience, do you include specific demographic things like men versus women, old versus young? So so what I'd rather see is what what are these people, what are they doing in their lives 
um, so that they're going to buy your book. Okay. I wouldn't break it down to men and women. So, for example, um, you know, new moms who don't want to lose sight of their career goals. Yeah. Students looking for jobs. HR departments of uh, companies that want to help their employees position themselves and, and find jobs within their companies. Inventors who are seeking new ways of bringing their ideas to the market. You see how, oh, okay, now I know how to reach those, those people. You know, there's inventor magazines. The HR departments are easy to get hold of. The new moms, maybe I can go into some birth classes. So it all starts showing how it's possible to sell this book. So I if see it they, as there's, there's like A is the kind of person and B is the goal they're trying to fulfill. Exactly. Cause it, and that goes back to your purpose, right? Yeah. That's the reason you start with that. So it's a, per, it's a, it's a person and, and why they would pick up your book and, and send it to us. Great. Now, a great expansion idea is organization that you might approach. Oh. Right? So this is where your library could come in. But, you know, let's say you just wrote a book about uh, how people that are retiring and, uh, you know, they can use their investment income to start a small business. Mm-hmm. Or they're retiring, you know, and they, they need to choose a place in the country to retire. Well, if you put in there, I'm going to market directly to AARP because I'm going to have a series in there. Boom. That's great. Marketing to AARP, I know they have you know, thousands of members. If that's in your marketing plan, you can put that organization right here for your audience. Oh, okay, yes. Because that shows me how you're, gonna, you're not only going to sell some books to that organization, but how the, their members will buy copies of your book also. Right, so it could be political organization or religious organization or anything. Absolutely. Really. You know, colleges and universities, um, teaching departments, career, um, career development departments, job hunting groups at churches or local community centers. Uh, there's business incubators, real estate agencies. There's so many different places that, you know, one place that you can hit that hits many people. I call that the octopus effect. Wow. Anytime you're, lo- anytime you're looking at marketing your book, I want you to think of an octopus. If you hit it on top of the head, all of its little tentacles sp- stretch out, right? <laughs> I guess so. Right? I never tried it, but I'll yeah, take your word for it. It, it works. It squids. <laughs> they, they give some oil. Oh. But, um, so what I want you to do is I want you to think, what's one place I can go to deliver my book, and they tell many people about it? Yeah. If you can do that, then I'm going to buy your book. Excellent. So how do we get from audience to sales opportunities? So, yeah, so the next, the next major part of your book proposal is existing marketing and sales opportunities. You've told me your, about your book, its purpose. You've given me the content. you told me about your audience. Now tell me how are you going to reach that audience. Do you have a client list that whom the book can be sold? Do you hold seminars? Um, what kind of media plan do you have? So tell me what do you have right now besides your book that will help market it. So here I can get back to my blog and my monthly online newsletter and and so on. Exactly. You're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to approach Home and Garden for a column. Um, I write for my, you know, this is a great one. Write for your local paper, not your local big paper, but, you know, each of these neighborhoods have their little neighborhood newspapers. Oh, yeah. You know, approach them and say, hey, I have a book coming out. You know, I'm writing this book about Home and Garden. Um, could I start a lawn, lawn column? And, and, my, and they're going to be like, yes, you can. We're not going to pay you, but yes, you can. Right? And right, right there you say, you know, that's a great, great little marketing thing. And also I can see if you do that correctly and you do it well, that might be expanded to the, your local paper, you know? Sure. So this is where you get a little creative and tell me what you have in your life right now that will help market this book. How about, uh, I mean, industry trade shows, pretty much anyone can pony up the money and get a booth, right? 
If you're yes, if you're going to do that, put it in there. Yeah, and maybe it's all uh, about it's all about how can people find out about your book uh-huh. and how are you going to reach them? Yeah, maybe you're going to do talks at the library or something. Yeah, the next part of this is your planned marketing activity. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So now tell me, from before the book comes out, six months prior to publication date, all the way to a year after it's published, because I want to know that you're going to keep working on it, what are you going to do? Give me the specifics. You know, do you want to send galley copies out? If you do, where, which reviewers are you going to send them to? Are uh-huh. you going to create a press kit? Are you going to have book signing? You know, what are you going to do to really get the word out about this? And the great thing about this is so many people think, oh, isn't the publisher going to do that for me? <laughs> right? <laughs> it was, what's the answer there? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> right? So, yeah. so how are you going to use the Internet? Are you going to start that blog? Are you going to have email blasts? Are you going to you know, sign up other papers? Tell me specifically how you're going to – what are your planned marketing activities to get out there? Because just as we – kind of said right now, the publisher's job is to get your book into the stores. They're not going to market the heck out of it. You have to. So in order to get your book published, guess what? You have to tell me how you're going to do that. Makes perfect sense. So, and then the last part of your, of your, uh, your proposal, because now, guess what? I know the purpose behind it. I know the content I, and how it relates to that purpose. I know your sales marketing handle. I know the audience it's going to reach. I know how you're going to reach that audience. Now is your comparison to key competition. So now tell me what's out in the marketplace and, and how it compares to your book. And the cool thing about this step, this is actually what I like to do if people come up with a book idea. Mm-hmm. I make this the, their first step. I send them to uh, Barnes & Noble or Borders, and I, I go, go look at what your competition is. Go look at books that are similar to yours. Go to that area. Pull them out of the shelf and then write in there, now that you know what that goes into a proposal, do they do any special editorial things? Oh, right? right? You start looking at that. What does their front page look like? What does their back page look like? You know, and take those notes so you learn what the market has to exist, uh, that, what the market already exists in the market. And you can bring those things right into your book. You know, if it's a bestseller and you can incorporate it, great. You know, it, it worked for them. So instead of saying you're incorporating what their purpose is, you're incorporating marketing avenues that worked for them. Yes. And, and, and what I do with this is instead of saying here's my competition and my book is exactly like, like them, in one paragraph um, I say this is how my book supports that or this is the next step from that book. I so, see. for example, for Kickstart Your Success, The Eighth Habit, by Stephen Covey, uh-huh. I said, this is the perfect companion piece to kickstart your success. Covey's first step is to find your own voice, and kickstart your success action steps help create the unique instant impact message and success script that enable, to put, enable people to put words around their goals. So you that's know? kind of a, almost said, a cooperative approach there. Exactly, because now I know, oh, whoever read The Eighth Habit wants to read this because it becomes part of your marketing campaign. Every single aspect of your proposal is about marketing the book. You don't just want to write down there, here's what this book is, and it's my competitor. You want to say, how is it going to help me market my book? That's what's going to get people excited about it. Well, that looks like a lot. Now, I'm thinking that probably I should have written the proposal before I wrote the book. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I I highly recommend it. And the reason is because it gives you focus around your book. 
You can start throwing things out that don't go to the purpose, and they can become part of another book. You can start looking at it. Does this apply? Will it help me market it? You know, do, do people want to read it? Not that I want to say it, but you know, here's my audience. Do they actually want to read this? I think it's a great first step. Yeah, because now you've got a litmus test. You know, does it fit the handle? Does it fit the audience? Does it fit yep. A, B, and C? And by going out to the local bookstore, so so I'll just give a quick story here. So Kickstart Your Dream Business, right, my first book. that I actually developed that because I had so many clients that I was helping start their dream businesses. I, I created a folder, and I'm like, oh, here's the first step you know, that people should go through. Here's the second step because I didn't really like business plans because people got stuck with them. So I'm like, how do I send them out in the world to do it? Yeah. So I tracked all these steps, and then I put them into a binder because guess what? I had, I had clients that I'm like, oh, I have to track where they are. Well, one of my clients saw that and said, oh, my gosh, you have a book here. Hmm. You know, because it was like, here's the first step and here's all the action steps. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh, I do. I didn't even think about it. Right? Yeah. So what I did was everyone said, oh, it's impossible to get an agent. It's impossible to do this. Right? You know, it's so hard. Yeah. So, so what I did was I went to the, the bookstore and I, I looked up um, similar small business books and motivation books. And I pulled them out from the, the uh the, the shelves, and it gave me an idea how to format my book. You know, all that information I had, it gave me some great formatting. It gave me what should go on my front cover and back cover. And what I did was I created and, and self-published a copy of this book, which everyone says, oh, that's disaster. Don't do that. You'll never get published. If you, you know, self-publishing is the worst, right? Yeah, so and we've I'm all like, heard the horror stories. Or yeah, and I'm like, no, what self-publishing is going to do is it's going to prove that there's an audience. I want to get this sucker published, right? Yeah. It's going to prove there's an audience for it. And so by doing that and by testing it out, I created this book, and I got an agent, right? Mm -hmm. And the agent told me, she goes, don't include the self-published book because they'll never buy it, <laughs> right? Here's, here's how you do your proposal, you know? And so she's the expert, and I'm like, okay, you're the expert. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was a very good agency and, and very highly recommended. And, and they, they say once, if you get an agent, if they can't sell it within the first three months, Forget about them because if it's you know they they're like everyone else they want to make money right yeah so yeah. in three months if I couldn't have sold your book yeah I'll keep telling you I'm going to do it but most likely I already have a new proposal in that I'm trying to hawk right exactly so so what I what I ask people to do then is go down two paths how can you contact the publisher yourself plus you know how can you get an agent and the proposal I just outlined are great for both and so. So what I did was when, when she couldn't sell it in three months, I already had my proposal ready. I already had my self-published book ready. I went back to the library, and I pulled off books that I, that I thought were similar to mine, uh -huh. and I looked at who published them. Oh, of course. <laughs> and I had like five books that were from 10-speed press, and then I had about four books that were from nolo.com that fit my, my audience, my strategy, the look and feel of the book. And what I did was I called them up, and I asked them for their catalog. Mm-hmm. And I looked through their catalog, and I, and I knew which section my book would fit in. Then I wrote the publisher, and I go, here's my proposal, here's my book, and guess what? It fits right in, in your catalog on page 84, because you have this book, you have this book, and mm -hmm. this is how mine fits in, and, and the audience for those two books will want to buy my book also. And I got picked up in two. Wow, that's a great story. So, so the reason is because it all started with my purpose, that I wanted people to take those action steps, that would close the gap between their goals and success. That was a marketing handle for my first book, right? Right. That's all it was about, and that's what the book was about, and that's what the charts were about, and that's what my marketing was about, and that's what my seminars were about. All that simple little handle helps you build a company around your book. Wow. And it gets people excited to buy it.
So what goes in into the uh, publisher besides all of these specific things? How much of the book would you send out as so a, with the proposal? So depending on, you know, I, I've, helped, I've helped many people um, self-publish and get their books published. You go back to your goal. If your goal is to get published and you've never been published before, I want the whole darn book. Uh, okay. That's my opinion. Because if you're, putting, if you're willing to put in this blood, sweat, and tears to create it, then you're willing to put the blood, blood sweat, and tears to market it. Mm-hmm. If you're like, you know, so many people are like, well, all I have to do is create my proposal and send it in, and then they'll buy my book, and they'll give me $20,000 or $30,000. I'm like, well, good luck. <laughs> you know? That's a great there's, – there's nothing wrong with that. Go do it. But if you really want to see this book out there, write it. Yeah. You know? Show me the book. Mm-hmm. Send it to an editor. Get it out there. Show people that you want to do it. Then send it in. And, and again, go both paths. There's nothing wrong with going both paths. So if you have a great proposal, send it in. You never know. They might say, hey, we're looking for exactly that, and they may give you your advance, and, and that, that may happen. But at the same time, write your book. Because if it doesn't happen, when your book's ready, you can always approach them again. That's the other fallacy out there. Ooh, once I approach one publisher and they say no – they're going to say no forever. Oh. Absolutely wrong. Someone else is going to open the package next time. Exactly. The market changes. People change. Your pitch may change. People change. You know, you never, as long as you have a good product, you can never burn a bridge. You can burn a bridge if you have a lousy product and keep trying to get it into the same place, or you're going to burn many bridges. If you have a great product and you believe in it, you can't burn a bridge. Yeah. I got a great proposal about six months ago. Uh, and they sent me uh, maybe three chapters, and I said, this is great. When can I have it? And, well, he hadn't really written the rest of the book yet. So. And so what did you do? Nothing. I, I said, well, call me when it's done. You know? See? <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> I'm telling you, right? That's, yeah. if, you know, that, so many times, oh, I need three chapters. I need two chapters. No, you don't. You need the book. Yeah. Write the darn book. So and and it, it's beautiful when you do that, by the way, because it, then it's truly yours, and and it doesn't take that much longer to complete a book. You know, it's as long as you're doing it once a week, twice a week, and you're you're working on it, you're going to have to do it anyway. If they accept your proposal, they're not going to give you tons of money. As they're not going to give you retirement money, right? Mm-hmm. As, a, as a first-time author, so you know, write the darn book. Yeah, and then you're going to be fighting a clock because they can only give you a specific deadline, and you know, maybe maybe you can't meet that deadline, so maybe you should start now. There you go. What happens if they say we love the book, we want it in two months? What exactly. do you do? Quit your job? <laughs> <laughs> right? You can't because yeah. I mean, you know, maybe after the book comes out, you can, but not not immediately right then. So write your book, and you're right. This proposal stage. To get all these ideas down and get, get kind of what you're doing down is a great starting point. And the, the, the perfect thing about starting then is that you can keep improving your proposal as you write your book. Then the, then the proposal is really powerful. So I'm seeing there's like a feedback mechanism here where the, you know, the book is like the oh, – I'm sorry, the, the proposal is like the soul of the book. And as you write it, you, you see whether it matches and you change one to, to meet the other. That is a perfect – analogy <laughs> their proposal is a soul of the book that is absolutely correct great and well therefore it's, it's it's your soul yeah. you know and that's what a that's what a book is it, it is it's you know everyone wonders what a soul is a, a book is your soul in writing i wow. mean it's 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 your perspective 
on the world, and it, that's, you're putting it into words, and that's why it's so hard. Because, you know, words can never describe what's in our imagination, what's in our soul. Keep trying and keep doing it, but that's what makes a powerful book when it's your soul. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> I want to write a new book. There you go. Good. So let's just uh, review your, your website again. is kickstartguy.com, right? Yes. And if they want to email me, it's romanus, R-O-M-A-N-U-S, at kickstartguy.com. Guy.com. And what are a couple of the resources they'll find if they go surf over to kickstartguy.com? So what, what's on the website is um, all my success coach articles that, that are 500 words, action steps you can take to get through your day, to motivate yourself, to take charge of your life, to market your stuff. There's also, so those are, those are all there. There's also um, a list of my seminars and workshops that people can come and attend on both Kickstart Your Success and Kickstart Your Dream Business. But the, the main thing is, what are the action steps and motivation that, that will keep you going? And that's under all the articles. Super. Well, on behalf of Irene Watson and myself, I'd like to thank you for spending the evening with us. And I think we're all much more educated about proposals. <laughs> Excellent. It's been a joy. Okay. You've been listening to another podcast edition of Authors Access, where authors get published and published authors get successful. We'll be back on the air next week when our topic will be Book Promotion Tactics, Foreign Rights, and Publishing, and our special guest will be Stanley Greenfield of PublishersPortal.com. You can learn more about our guests, past, present, and future, on the Authors Access website, which is AuthorsAccess.com. For Loving Healing Press, this is Victor Volkman in Ann Arbor, Michigan, wishing you all a good evening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.